sad, we're scared, we're unprepared. Hello, you fucking bozos, and welcome to Horror Soup. Today, we have a true crime episode for you, and our topic today is the story of Tyler Hadley. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> this is a solved case. It is uh, not about a serial killer. It is about the murder of his parents. He killed two people, and he just is a fucking asshole. I don't think I really need a content warning on this because it's not really, like, really... I mean, no, not it's not really... It's not as bad as Fritzl it's not, was. No, no. It's not really fucking, like, brutal and triggering, but it's fucking irritating. It kind of is. It, like, well, it's brutal. But it's brutal, but it's not, like, the worst. You more know? than anything, it's just fucking irritating. Okay, so half semi-content warning, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a semi-content warning. If you are semi-triggered... But then again, as I always say, don't click on the fucking episode if it's going to trigger you. Yeah, don't fucking you know? click on it. Listen to Brie, dude. She is speaking words of wisdom. You know it. Got anything to say before we start off, Brie? Do you just want to get right into it? Uh, let's just get right into it. Actually, now. I got something to say. Okay. Brie has hella notes. I do, for once. Brie has hella fucking notes. She did a shit ton of stuff. She actually got her notes done before I got mine done this time. No, but you have more notes than me now because you just told me to bring whatever I had. And so I wasn't done with my notes, but I do have a lot of fucking notes. Like, a I have a lot written down. I'm proud of my boy. My my boy did good. I'm out here doing it. My B O I did G U D. My boy did good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we're gonna get into the story of Tyler Hadley. So this is a solved case. Like I said, this is a double homicide. Tyler Hadley murdered his parents, Blake and Mary Jo Hadley, in 2011 inside of their own home and i'm sure you might be asking why is this case so special and well it's because tyler spoke about killing his parents to a bunch of his friends yeah he spoke about it on facebook similar to the not exactly similar but kind of similar to the case that i did a couple days ago about philip schwab this is this which is actually why i want to do the philip schwab case the other day because i knew that we were doing this case and i was like all right there's another case on facebook posts which is really fucking weird yeah it's almost like connected almost well not really but i'm just saying like there's similarities there's similarity yeah there's similarities for sure so i kind of wanted to keep that going yeah so before he went through with the murder he posted like all over fucking facebook about like having a party and doing this and that and he literally like told some of his friends you're like oh i'm gonna kill my parents but they're all a bunch of stupid ass fucking teenagers they were just like ah. there was like um this thing that i read uh it was literally like i guess uh tyler and like two of his friends were hanging out mm. and they were just hanging out like smoking weed or whatever and out of nowhere tyler's just like I think I'm going to kill my parents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to <laughs> that later. Fuck, yeah, yeah. Dude? It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> so after killing his parents, he stashed their bodies in their room and he threw like a fucking rager with about uh, like over 100 people attending the party, all while the bodies of his mother and father were hid away inside of the party. So to start this off, as always, I would like to talk about Tyler Hadley's background before we get into the actual murders and the party and everything. Yeah. So, and it, just his life before the murders, like when he was fucking young and shit. Um, so he was apparently a pretty good child, like when he was younger, but around the age of 15, family and friends said that he started to act very strange. He was skipping school. He was getting into drugs. He was hanging out with very questionable people. You got something to say, Bri? Um, yes, I have, I have a little bit different information. Okay. <laughs> around the age of 10 was when he was actually taken to a psychiatrist. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, but 15 was when he started showing, like, legit signs? or Yeah, like, he's he'd been going to a therapist and whatnot for a while, and he was on, like, or antidepressant meds and anti-anxiety meds okay. and whatnot, but 15 was when he really started to, like, act out and just 
do like fucking weird okay, shit. Okay, yeah, because the first the first incident that I have that he was taken to Dr. Willard and he had symptoms of depression and anxiety, Tyler and then that he was like born premature and all this fucking shit. Like, I don't know. Oh, he was, born he was on Prozac. Yeah. Oh, okay. He got put on Prozac and then later Zoloft. And okay. then he was never violent up until I guess he was 15. Yeah, 15 was when he started to get like violent, okay, started yeah. to do drugs and sense, like then. all that fucking weird shit. I was like, do I have the wrong fucking notes right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I read a little bit about that, but I didn't write too much about us pretty much in like 15 yeah. and up. Um, so like. You know, most parents don't want to hear that their parent that their kids are getting into all that shit. You don't want to hear it, but you also want to prevent it. Like you do, but then again, at the same time, uh, I'd say like me and like seventy five percent of my friends at fifteen were doing all of the same things. Exactly. Not yes. like beating the shit out of people and like doing all that, but like yeah, I that, agree. like I was I was doing drugs and skipping school and <laughs> like being an asshole. So I, I mean, was definitely doing the same things. Definitely. And then I got pregnant. <laughs> but we didn't murder our parents. We didn't. We didn't. That's and right. throw a party with dead bodies in the house. You're so right. we we have that going for us. Tyler, Tyler does not. Yeah. Fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, you fucking suck, dude. You fucking suck, buddy. Um. So by the age of seventeen, Tyler had already been going to counseling. Like you said, um, he'd been taking antidepressants with little to no change in his behavior and attitude. Um, one night, Tyler came home drunk, and his parents confiscated his phone and his car, and Tyler believed this was extremely unfair, and he was, like, fucking pissed. A week before the murders, Tyler went with his parents on a family retreat to a cabin in Georgia, and it was said that Tyler never lost his temper or even, like, acted strange whatsoever. He never lashed out at his parents. Like, all of his family members said he was, he was fine. Like, he just seemed really fucking normal. Uh, a lot of them, um, a lot of his family members said, like, he was a very loving and caring person. Yeah. But he was also disconnected yeah like he wasn't fully there and you could always tell like yeah 100%. he was never fully like there yeah. tyler was known to often steal money from his parents and he even admitted to burglary with the use of weapons at around the age of 13 Holy with a few fucking of shit oh you didn't read about that i didn't read about that yeah he, he got together with 13? a few friends yeah when he was 13 they i don't know what they i think they used like a blunt weapon or something and they threatened someone they were like give me your fucking money or some shit like that holy fucking shit i did not read that yeah and he actually got arrested for that too Wow. Yeah. Um, when he was around 16 years old, Tyler and a few friends set a full fucking fire at a nearby park. Like, they dragged a couch into this park, they filled it with gasoline, and then threw a match on top of it. <laughs> what? And they got off with a- A couch, out of all things. A couch, because they were literally trying to start a fucking, like, full-on forest a fire. giant fire, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. They doused it with gasoline. Oh my fucking Like, it God. wasn't just they, like, got, like, a little fire and started it and then it turned into something big. No, they were trying to do some they mischievous ass shit. They were trying to shit. destroy things. Yeah. yeah. Like, fucking assholes. Jesus. And the fire marshals let them off with a warning. Like, nothing happened to them. They were just kind of okay. like... They were kind of just like, hey, don't do that again. <laughs> You're dragging a full couch into the fucking forest Dude. or a park or whatever, wherever the fuck they went. This is so premeditated. Like, how do you not get in it trouble is, for that? Oh, my fucking and God. And you're 16. You That's know what you're thing, doing. Like, the town that, like, Tyler and all of his friends were in was a very small town, and it was almost like a retirement town. Yeah. So I feel like the boredom will almost fucking get to you. Like, it's like living in, like... So much. So, like, I can't even imagine, like... Like, okay, let's just go start a fucking forest fire so we have something to do, something yeah, that, to look that, at. Yeah, that never crosses my mind. Like, hold on, let like, me just no, go start yeah, a giant like, fire real quick because I'm bored. Can you fucking imagine? Like, I'm fucking bored. Let's go start a forest fire. That's what, like, people in the mountains and, like, Big Bear and shit do. Because, like, that's that's why, like, a lot of parents don't want to move their kids to Big Bear because they're like, 
What, I would what the never. Fuck do you, what do I you would do there? never put my child in somewhere like like that ever. Because all you're gonna do is do drugs and do mischievous shit. All you're shit, gonna like, fucking do is turn to crack and meth. Like, yeah. What What else can you do? Jesus. And man. I'm not excusing this. Fuck you, Tyler. But like, are you kidding me? And the fact that he got up with a warning makes me so fucking mad. Like, I know for a fact Small if all towns are fucking weird, dude, dude. If I set a forest fire, I would be in jail. Yeah. They would not go easy on me. They'd be like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you're a fucking dumbass, dude. Yeah. Don't do this shit. Like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Um, okay, so, and then in 2011, a year later, Tyler was charged with aggravated battery after he attacked a friend. Um, in the same year, he got fucking drunk and he pissed on his friend's bed. Did you hear about that one? This reminds me of somebody that I know. Yeah. Uh, I won't say I, any names. I, no, I'm saying names. Okay. <laughs> because I actually have it in my notes. Actually, I'm not going to say names, but it's my brother. <laughs> This is the only brother that I like, and I have a fucking hilarious story. So one day, he gets fucking drunk as all hell, and it's literally the same fucking thing that Tyler did, which is so fucking ridiculous. White boys. It's, white boys, am I right? Yeah, the fucking white boys. <laughs> he gets super fucking drunk, and he passes out on our couch downstairs. This is when I'm like, I think I'm like 14, and he's like 17. Or maybe I'm like 13, he's like 16, something like that. He was probably the same age, he's like 16 years old, like, like fucking Tyler, so good good job, <laughs> you're Tyler. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so Bree said the name right there, so we had to bleep it out. <laughs> we keep saying his name. <laughs> I've said his name like two times already too, and now Bree said it, but okay, we're going back on it. So he's drunk as hell, he passes out on the couch, and uh, he has to take a piss, and the funniest part is he doesn't piss himself. He gets up. And he pulls down his pants and he takes a piss on the couch. <laughs> and the reason he knows this is because he woke up and he was like, dude, my, the front of my pants aren't wet, but the rest of me is wet. So he was like, I think I stood up and I pissed on the couch and then I fell asleep back in it. That is so fucking gross, dude. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fun little backstory right there. <laughs> Okay, so now that we have all the basics of the background covered, uh, we're going to get into some of Tyler's Facebook conversation. Do you have anything else about his background that you want to throw in before we move on? Um, no, I think I'm good. No? Okay. So um, we're going to get into this. We're going to start out with this conversation, with a few conversations, a few quotes and stuff. This is a conversation between uh, Tyler and his friend Mercedes. So it starts out with Tyler. He says... Uh, LOL, yup, she's a cunt for show. I might kill her in regards but to... Show. For show. In regards to talking about his parents, uh, Mercedes replies with, Oh my God, no jail. Or I mean prison. LOL. Tyler says, <laughs> LOL. Oh well. He says, oh well, with a heart. <laughs> and then uh, after this, we're back to another conversation with uh, Mercedes, a different one though. And then Mercedes is like, I'm sad. That sucks, dude. Is your mom pissed? And this is in regards to uh, when Tyler got on house arrest. After okay. he got arrested, uh, Tyler says, no, she's disappointed, dot, dot, dot. I feel bad. She was crying. Mercedes says, oh, did you do anything for her today? It's Mother's Day. And Tyler says, yeah, me and my brother took her out to eat and whatnot. Ha ha. Mercedes says, oh, that's so nice. Tyler says in all caps, it was a nice day. <laughs> it was a good day. I, just I had a great time. I just think of fucking morbid when she says this because I don't remember if it was Ash or Elena, but she says she was like, it was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Okay, so next we have a conversation with a guy named uh, Matt. So Matt says, did you do it? Tyler says, no, but I'm gonna. And they're talking about him killing his parents because he was just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill my parents. This part fucking killed me. Matt's like, bet. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's fucking real. Yeah, Matt says, bet. 
And then he says, you really should now, which is so weird. And then he says, do it. So, like, I know it's, like, a joke, but this guy, like, he thinks it's a joke or whatever, but this guy sounds so... Dude, what's... He sounds so serious about it. Like, it doesn't even I sound like he's like, joking. I listening this... and reading about this, and I was just like, is this guy okay, too? Like, he's probably gonna no, kill his No, a lot well. of the teens in this story are not okay. It's fucking wild to me, dude. They're, like, yeah. how can this many kids in one area just be not okay? Like... Because they're all fucked. There's something in the air, like... Something. Super it's AIDS or something. Air. Super AIDS. Dude, Florida's fucked, though. Let's be Florida honest. Florida is fucked. Florida is fucked. It's fucked. You're right. Like, it's so fucked. It, it doesn't surprise me. They probably all, like, got raped by an alligator or something. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Just, yeah. Wouldn't doubt it. So, uh, Matt says, do it. Tyler says, don't worry, I am. Then I'm having a party. Matt says, yeah, party time, N-word. And I'm pretty sure this guy is white as hell. I'm pre- everyone I'm in this story sure. is white as His hell. His so. name is Matt Noble. Nobile. Yeah, he's he's one hundred percent white. So stop dropping n bombs, you fucking asshole. Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, okay, now we have a conversation with a girl named uh, Isadora Gas Gasho Gasco something like that. Tyler says, "Don't text me about drugs." Isa says, "What happened?" Tyler says, "My mom has it because I got arrested on Monday and she's flipping shit. I just got out of day." We're talking about a cell phone, honestly. Isa says, "Oh shit!" Dot dot dot. Tyler says fucking sucked or fucking shit sucked <laughs> Issa says you bad kid <laughs> Tyler says just kidding it's a pirate life's for me oh my fucking god uh, <laughs> it's a pirate's life for me are you fucking kidding me and uh his confused friend doesn't seem to understand where the conversation is going with the mention of pirates and seems to ignore like his cries for help Tyler says okay I'm done with all the nautical nonsense um Issa says you're so silly what are you doing? Tyler says, nothing, considering suicide. Issa says, why? He says, um, because I want to die, I guess. And then what other reasons? Such a solid answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Why that- else would you be considering suicide? <laughs> Realistically, yeah. And he says, what other reasons are there? She says, are you being serious? He says, yes, I do want to die sometimes. She says, don't die. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke a bowl whenever you're down, because that helps. Oh, I-, I-, I always just, you know, with my... My depression, I'm always just like, you know, I want to die. Just smoke a ball. I'll be fine. My my life is perfectly fine now. <laughs> Fuck you I guys. cannot believe this woman right now. I'm like, <laughs> She's a fucking asshole. He says, um, I used to. Now I drink a lot when I'm depressed. It fills the emptiness inside me. <laughs> <laughs> and, Issa Same. Sa- <laughs> and Issa says, you're quite a character, uh, semicolon P face. Tyler says, P- yes, but all my smiles Oh my god, I this, feel like <sighs> This kid needed help. He or this kid needed help. He needed help. He needed really a lot bad. of fucking help. And maybe help. even Isadora too. <laughs> She's just like blowing him off. Like, they all need fucking help. They're all just fucking assholes. <sighs> like I know I dude. joke about stuff fucked. a lot, but uh th- this kid was like straight up saying, like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna die. <laughs> she did not care. Um so what do we get from this? This kid's a fucking asshole. He was also constantly on Facebook posting things like, uh, party at my place, dot, 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 maybe. Fucking ominous as hell. Which a lot of his friends were confused about because they all knew that he was on house arrest and that he was grounded. And at around 8.15pm, Tyler posted a Facebook status that read, party at my house, hit me up. So what we know from this story is, that's when he killed his parents. I actually have that, well, no, maybe we'll get to that. He called his friends prior, a few hours prior to posting that status on Facebook. Yeah, he messaged, like, a lot of his friends and whatnot, because that's what the whole party maybe thing was. But the whole thing was, he was not having this party unless... His parents were dead. Yeah, 
That's the only way it was happening because yeah. he was grounded. He was on house arrest. Like they were fucking pissed at him. So he posted that status and said like party at my house, hit me up. And then he would often, om- often ominously or like as we read a moment ago, flat out say that he was going to kill his parents. So yeah. there were signs. There were signs and everybody ignored them. And it's just so crazy that this whole thing could have been avoided if somebody had just paid attention. It could have been avoided. But the thing is, too, is Tyler was a very sarcastic person. He was always blurting out random shit. So a lot of people and his friends and stuff, they didn't. They never really took him seriously because he was never serious. He's made, I mean, I people don't. T- I, I bet if I told you I was gonna like kill someone, you'd be like, oh. Uh. No, yeah. If you told me, I'd be like, Caleb, no, you're like ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong, and I'm never fucking serious. Yeah, at all. never. So like, I but guess still at the same time, like when you say like, I just don't know. Like, I guess you got to think of their perspective too, because when someone's joking around all the time, I get it is kind of hard to say, you know, what you would think in that situation. But at the same time, like, Tyler, he he let out a lot of signs. A lot of fucking signs. So now we have another conversation with uh, Tyler and his friend Antonio Ramirez. Tyler says, sup, brah? Antonio Ramirez says, chillin'. What you doing tonight? Tyler says, trying to have a party at my crib. And I'm sure he, like, crossed his arms when he did that and, like, threw up some peace signs. Pretty sure, pretty sure. Even though it was over text. I'm pretty sure he did. No, I'm pretty sure he didn't. Um, Antonio Ramirez said, your parents ain't home. Tyler said, nope. Well, they're leaving soon. Which, what he means is he's fucking killing them soon. Yeah. Um, Some friends were still skeptical about this party. And one even asked, um, this was a chick named Ashley Hayes. And she's a fucking stoner cool kid. And she said, uh, whoa, what, what? If your parents come home, (laughs) Tyler said, they won't trust me. Jesus fucking Christ. Fuck, that's so ominous, honestly. That's eerie as hell. Fucking asshole, dude. It gives me chills, honestly, like hearing these conversations. It's pretty fucked. Um, so now we know a little about these strange conversations. We're going to get into the actual murder. Um, Blake and Mary Jo Hadley were bludgeoned to death by their son, Tyler, on July 16th of 2011. Um, Tyler reportedly stole his parents' cell phones and hid them to prevent them from calling for help. If that isn't premeditated, that is then the def- I don't know what the fuck that is. That is the definition of premeditation. Like, like he Jesus stopped, fucking Christ, dude. He prepared. He was like, all right, they might be able... Because he was like, you know, my dad's a big dude and stuff. Like, yeah. his dad had, like, 150 pounds on him. I think um, I read somewhere that his dad was, like, six foot and, like, 300 pounds. Like, he was a yeah. big guy. Yeah, and Tyler was six foot two, but he was only about 160 pounds. Yeah. So his dad had a lot on him. So he pretty much planned for this. He was like, you know, my he was pretty much like my dad might get away. Like he was like, I'm gonna kill my mom first because she's the easier one. Bro. Yeah. I guess he probably should have killed his dad first, and if he was thinking all that. But whatever. Whatever. Either way, like he. This dude was on like drugs. He, so. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 fucking knew what was gonna happen. He took um. And he was on ecstasy for this, too. He took three ecstasy yeah, pills. Yeah, I was just going to say, he took three ecstasy pills before yeah. he did all this. Yeah, because he wasn't confident that he could just go through with the murder on his own. So he was like, all right, I'm going to get high as fuck, and I'm going to do this. He hid their cell phones. I just think that, like, being on ecstasy and doing that There's would no fucking give me way, dude. the worst fucking time. Like, Well, I don't even know if it give me... I feel like... I don't know if it'd give me the worst time, but, like, I couldn't imagine just having that thought while I was on. I even if I feel like even if I had that thought, like, I was going to kill someone, and then I took three pills of ecstasy, I feel like that thought would be gone. You're you know, right. Like, yeah, I, because ecstasy makes you, like, happy yeah, and shit. Yeah, it's, like, like it's, it's not a downer at all. It's a fucking upper. This guy was just fucked like, in the I head. Like, I would want to hug someone or something. I wouldn't want to kill someone. That's, he was just fucked in the head. Yeah, like, that's how you know this guy was fucked, because he took a really euphoric drug 
and still went through with and still murdering murdered people. somebody. Yeah, like two that, people. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And he didn't just like shoot them or something. He he walked behind Mary Jo, who was sitting at her computer, and he stood behind her for he says five minutes. I don't know how long it actually was. Like this maybe is it, literally it, the creepiest part of the story to me. To be honest, though, realistically, I think if he stood behind her for five minutes, she would have noticed. I don't think it was five minutes, because if you think out the reality of it, he probably stood behind her for, like, you know, maybe, like, 30 seconds or something, and it felt like five minutes to him. I feel like it's very possible, because from what I hear, that she was working. She was working, but at the same time, like, five minutes is a long time. If you think, like, realistically, someone just standing behind you for five minutes, I feel like you'd notice that at some point. Like, you'd feel something. Maybe. Like, if someone walks up behind me, I usually feel that shit, you know? I mean, like, it does sound a little unrealistic, but I still don't think it's... It's not impossible, but yeah. I feel like it was probably more like maybe like That's 30 seconds or a minute. That's just fucking creepy to me. Even, even, even if it's 30 no, seconds either or a way, minute. The, the point is, he stood behind her and he debated on whether he to kill her He was literally just, like, standing behind her with the fucking hammer in his fucking hand. Yeah, just, like, ready to do it. And ready he was just to fucking like, do it. I don't know if I'm going to do it. And then eventually, he just said, fuck it. He struck her with the claw end of the hammer and began to beat her to death. And the whole time that he is beating her, his mom is just screaming, why? Yeah. Why, Tyler? Why? And when Blake heard Mary Jo screaming, he rushed into the room and he witnessed his son and his wife on the floor. She was already dead. Blake and Tyler stared at each other for a moment before Tyler just fucking rushed him with the hammer and there the, was like a struggle too there was like no yeah was was, chasing him yeah there was a struggle and the whole time when tyler finally started hitting him with it his father said the same thing he screamed why 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 the entire time yeah his father was saying why tyler don't do this like yep. all this shit yep tyler spent three hours cleaning up the blood and the overall mess with a sponge mop clorox and coffee grounds and didn't he say that he was like i underestimated the cleanup time yes he it thought, took him hours yeah he thought it was gonna be like a really fast thing but realistically like he's fucking rolling balls he just killed people now he's cleaning shit up for like three hours Jesus for the majority of Christ, his dude. fucking high can you imagine can you imagine no. this no, I can't. Jesus fucking Christ. I could not. This sounds like the worst fucking role of my life. That sounds terrible. This is a nightmare. Like. And the coffee grounds are assumable. I, I assume that that was to hide the smell for the party. Because, you know, like when you clean up puke or something, you know, they would throw like coffee grounds or like. See, I don't know if he thought it. that far because he. I thought it was just a can of coffee grounds. Yeah, it was. What do you mean, though? Like, I thought it was just the can himself. Like, it didn't spill over or anything. What do you mean? So I was thinking maybe blood just spattered on the canister of coffee grounds and that's why he threw it in there. Because he had disposed of all of the evidence. No, he disposed of the evidence, but there's still blood and stuff on the floor. No, he yeah. cleaned up the blood and stuff, but dude, think of it. That's a that's a dead body with blood and stuff. It's going to smell. Yeah, I know. He used but the I'm coffee saying, grounds to hide the smell. I just don't feel like he was in the right mindset to think, oh, coffee grounds will cover up the smell. I think he did. I'm pretty sure. Cause I he, feel like... Because he was ready to clean that up when he went over to do it. Like, he already had the sponge mop and the Clorox and shit ready and the coffee grounds. He was ready to clean God, it up. Like that's he, so weird to me. It's he, crazy that like, he thought of that, but I mean, like, it, it makes sense. Like because coffee grounds it, out of all things. Coffee like, grounds, they have a really strong smell. So, they I mean, it, do, it makes but sense. not like, I don't know, not to cover a deco de decomposing body. Yeah, I mean, but that's probably just what he had. He probably didn't have the fucking materials to go buy some shit to yeah. fucking hide the smell of a corpse. So that's just what he used, you know. Um, Tyler hid the bodies in their master bedroom and locked the door. Before the party, Tyler went to an ATM with his parents' cards, and he withdrew five thousand dollars. For what? Like for what? Like to you fucking know? party. He wanted. He's his plan was just to fucking party like to the end. And but at the same time, like asshole. dude, like this guy just fucking sucks. Like he, he fucking sucks. Dude, like he sucks so hard. He's he the fucking worst. sucks. 
Um, in preparation for the party, Tyler got his, uh, he has like one 21-year-old friend, and he got his friend to buy a shit ton of bush light because he's a fucking asshole. Of course this guy, like, dude, this makes me so mad. Like, Didn't you, we say this the other day? Yeah, dude, like, he pulled out $5,000. And, and you buy bush light. You buy bush light? Like, are you fucking kidding? And you know that over the course of this party, he didn't spend that whole $5,000. No. Like, honestly. He's probably spent like 500 Yeah. Probably not even that. Because yeah. it's bush light. <laughs> he probably so, spent like, $3. Dude, he's, he bought like the cheapest beer ever. And it's like, honestly, why? Like, you pulled out $5,000. You knew that this wasn't going to last. That's like, what I was saying. Like, you knew something why? was going to happen. He knew this was going to end. And you buy Bush Light, like, what the fuck, And he fuck, was, dude? like, supposedly throughout the party, he was, like, flashing all of the money. Like, yeah, flashing he was, hundreds yep. and all this shit. Yeah, like, he was. That's probably why he did it. Yep. Trying but, to just, like, show off and shit. Yeah, such a fucking asshole. But realistically, dude, even if he had, like, flashed, like, $100, he'd still be cool because they're, like, fucking high school yeah, kids. Yeah, they're, like, like, 16 years old. Yeah, I think so, like, $100 is life. And you know what? I started thinking about it. Him buying Bush Light... He probably did that because he's a fucking idiot because he doesn't even know what, like, good beer is or anything. He's probably like, oh, dude, this is the fucking best shit around or something. Like, Honestly, me when I was 16, though. Yeah, like, realistically. <laughs> so these just these are just fucking high school assholes. Fucking ridiculous. So Tyler announced to everyone that the party was officially on. One of the first groups of people to arrive was a kid named Mike Young, and he arrived with a group of roughly 10 friends. Mike said he didn't know Tyler except by sight, like he'd seen him around school and stuff. And when Tyler answered the door, he was wearing all black. He seemed very anxious. And it should also be noted that Tyler was still rolling on XC at this time. Like, people, they Obviously, said... Obviously, you yeah. took three pills. You took three You're pills. You're still gonna be fucking rolling. Yeah, like, you, he was rolling for a minute. They said, like, he answered the door, his pupils were fucking giant. And he kept nervously rubbing his hands together and clenching his fists. Which is probably just a terrifying sight. Like, that's yeah. fucking weird. Um, Tyler was going around telling people not to smoke in the house. Because it's his parents' house. This is the part that I really don't understand. Like, was in his mind, was this him trying to play off that his parents weren't dead? I think so. Or was this him feeling guilty and trying to pay them, like, respect? I, no. I don't think it was that, dude, because he did not pay them respect. They destroyed this fucking house. This was him trying to play it off for a quick second, like, oh, you know, this is my parents' house. He's trying not to, like, alert anyone. Because that's all he was really worried about this whole time. He wasn't, he never felt bad. He was just worried about alerting people. He just didn't want people to know. He didn't want his fucking party time to end. So before long, about 60 or so more people arrived. And this was not a big house. Yeah. This was a small small one. It was a small one story house. So there was a bunch of people crammed in this tiny little house. Like 60 plus people. Yeah. And that was just at this time. Like more people arrived later in the night. Um, Tyler, like pretty much immediately retracted his wish for not smoking inside the house because he decided he didn't want people coming in and out. So that's why, no, he didn't feel bad because the whole reason okay, yeah, he right. told people to start smoking in the house. He was just like, fuck it, smoke in the house because people kept going in and out. And he was like, I don't want to attract attention. Yeah. So the party was based on pure fucking destruction. Kids were playing beer pong, which that's fine. But then they're jumping around the couches. They're jumping around the tables. They're raiding the food or the fridge for food and drinks. They They were like um, putting cigarettes out on the counter, on the couch. Yeah, on the walls. On the walls. Like it was pure destruction. Yeah. Like they broke beer bottles on the floor and they laughed. They tossed trash all over the house, all over the lawn. And like, dude, I, okay. I've been to a lot of house parties. First of all, I usually don't even smoke in the house at house parties, even if, like, like usually even if someone tells me I can, I'm kind of iffy. It's kind of weird smoking it's, in it's houses. It's kind of weird. Yeah. These kids are just putting their cigarette butts out on a couch and, like, on, like, fucking the wall and shit. Like, dude. These kids are fucked, dude. You are obnoxious fucking assholes. Like, who in their right mind does that? Yeah. Who the fuck does that, dude? That I don't is... care how drunk or how stoned or how fucking hard you're fucking rolling. Dude, just like... I could be black the fuck out. Like, I don't get that way. But, like, if even if I was black the fuck out, like, 
no way in my right mind would I put a cigarette out on a fucking wall on our couch. That's so fucking disrespectful, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's... That it, is, it is literally the definition of disrespect. That is so fucking disrespectful. Like That is so fucked up. I hate these kids. So Tyler didn't seem to be worried about the absolute destruction of his home, like, whatsoever. He was just worried about the noise because he didn't want the cops to arrive. Yeah. And uh, the dude Mike was talking with some girls on the couch when a drunk skater-looking kid, like, stumbled over, and he's, like, drunk as all oh, fucking Oh, I remember hell. this. I yeah. remember this. And he says, I smell dead people, and just started, like, laughing. And Mike looked up, and he's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? And the kid says, oh, I don't know. Some people are smoking or something, I guess. And it's like, that's those are two very... Different I, smells. I don't really smell dead people on a regular basis, but I don't think it I smells like... I have never like... smelt a dead person, but I would go ahead and say that it doesn't smell like either cigarettes or weed. Yeah, yeah. There's no fucking it way. It doesn't. There's no fucking way. It just way. fucking the, doesn't. Like, those are very distinctive smells. I can't imagine that a body would smell If anything, somebody like, said that to me and I was high or drunk I would off my fucking, fucking balls, I would leave. I would leave. Even if, I, even if I was sober and someone walked up to me and said, I smell dead people and started giggling, whether I thought that there was a dead person in the house or that person just fucking weird, exactly. I would I'm leave. Out. I, I would not out. be there. I would leave so fucking fast. It's this not is even why funny. we're friends. Yeah, dude. Like, I would <laughs> we not. We would literally look at each other and be like, we're fucking out. Dude, dude. me and you leave parties just <laughs> if people are annoying us. We leave parties if we're hungry. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, straight up. Like, I will want some food or something. I'm like, yeah, I'm good for the night. Yeah. And I'll leave. Like, dude, you tell me you smell dead people. I'm fucking out, I'm dude. Not saying, I'm out so dude, fucking I'm bad. not saying bye to anyone. I'm not looking at anyone. Yeah. I'm gone. I'm that's, out. that's fucking it. That's and, the last you see of me. And Mike just said, all right, dude, whatever. <laughs> and just moved on. Like, that is the weirdest Mike, response to me. Mike has the funniest responses. Like, he is the, the weirdest. Like, like, he's so casual. It's very, very weird. He's honestly. so fucking casual. It's so strange. Um, a lot of the pla- uh, a lot of the tracks playing during the party were uh, by Lil Wayne and Wiz Khalifa, which is honestly so fucking 2011. It is. And honestly, like every time they mention music in this, the only thing you see is Lil Wayne and Wiz Khalifa. I think that's th- that's Literally. all they knew. No, in 2011, <laughs> Wiz Khalifa was fucking popping. He I was. don't know if you remember, like everybody was like Taylor Gang, Taylor Gang. To be honest, Taylor. yeah, everyone was doing. I never liked Wiz Khalifa. I even in, I never did either. Even that in the 2011, much. I didn't like him. So he's was, okay, but I don't know. I don't like the way he raps. That way. shows you what group of people this was, like yeah. for sure. <laughs> it was a bunch of fucking white kids who smoked weed, and they were like, exactly, oh. exactly, just edgy <laughs> ass motherfuckers. They were all alley. <laughs> every Allie, last one of them Allie I hope you're listening fuck you she never listens so <laughs> she doesn't whatever. listen but eventually she's gonna listen she's gonna be like oh you fucking assholes <laughs> uh, or maybe I think Cam will listen before and he's gonna be like hey dude they're talking shit on you on yeah. this podcast <laughs> she'll video chat us right away exactly she'll be like are you fucking kidding are you me guys, guys? Fucking serious are you guys fucking kidding I'm not edgy <laughs> so all the music that was being played was being cued on uh, YouTube from the computer that Mary Jo was killed at and apparently the keyboard was filled with some brownish dried fluid but everyone assumed that it was beer or soda or something of the sort and no one even thought for a second that it was blood People kept asking Tyler where his parents were, and Tyler said they all went to Georgia for a vacation, or he would tell others they went to Orlando. He even told a few, they don't live here. This is my house. And that's fucking crazy to me. Like, he really he really went balls out with some of these people. But I feel like for someone who's trying not to cause attention, why are you telling everyone a different story of where your parents are? That is the sketchiest thing ever. This, he's just... I just feel like he his mind is so just like all over the place right now. Like he knows he's he's killed his parents, but he's still supposed to live up to this like reputation of throwing this big ass fucking party. Yeah. And so he's like trying yeah. to come off like I killed my parents, you know. Yep. So some attendants even casually joked, "Oh, he killed his parents." But the party goers would have never guessed that that was literally the reality of the situation. See, but I mean, I there don't were signs. Fucking understand 
how they say people would have never guessed because the signs were fucking there. He literally has said out loud many times, I'm going to kill my parents. He has, but realistically, like, I don't know. I don't know how I would feel in a situation like this. Like, maybe, like, uh, now, I mean, knowing the shit that I know and knowing that the stuff could happen, I'd probably look around and be like, uh, I don't know. But, I mean, they are all 16-year-old kids. They just think it's it's all fucking fun and games and it's jokes and getting, dr- getting drunk and doing drugs and shit. So, I don't fucking know. But it, it's, it's weird. It's really weird. Tyler also had a friend named Mark Andrews, whom he'd known for just over a decade. Mark was 21 years old, and he met Tyler when his family first moved to Point St. Lucie. Um, apparently Tyler was 10 when he showed up to Mark's house after a big fight he had with his parents. I'm like, honestly, what fight were you having with your parents at time? Literally. Uh, where he allegedly vowed that he would kill his parents one day. Mark told Tyler that everyone's parents piss him off sometimes and he should just tone it down a bit. They kind of just laughed it off and continued on. I mean, yeah. he's 10 at the time, so I mean, what fucking ever. Um, Tyler had a good friend named Marky Phillips as well. There's a lot of like Marks and Mikes. There's a lot of Marks, story. Mikes, Ashley's. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, and he had missed the party because he was visiting his grandparents in Chicago that weekend. He said that he hung out with Tyler a few days before the party and everything seemed like perfectly normal. Nothing out of the ordinary. He didn't get any weird feelings about anything. But he did say that two weeks earlier, Tyler randomly blurted out that he wanted to kill his parents and throw a huge party after. He said that no one had ever done it before. No one had ever thrown a fucking rager with corpses still inside the house. And his friend Marky just assumed he was making a joke. He called him crazy and he moved on. And he was like, you know, Tyler was known to make, like, strange jokes, so I never really took it seriously. But that's very specific. I mean, like, maybe it's just the fact that we know what happened. Yeah, That maybe, we're like, looking back and it, we're it's, like, fuck, it, it has like, to be a, said something like... Yeah, dude, it's a hindsight thing for it sure. It definitely is, Because, yeah. I mean, like, throughout your life, people say a lot of weird shit, and you're yeah, kind of just like, oh, well... Yeah, I mean, I've oh, said well. weird shit. I've never said shit like this, but yeah. I've said a lot of weird shit. Yeah, like, like, I've said weird shit, and it's just like, you know, you kind of shrug things off. You choose your yeah, battles, I guess. Yeah. So, I don't know. I really don't know how I'd be in this situation. Okay, so by midnight, the party in the Hadley residence boasted over 100 people. Yep. Tyler also had two dogs, which is really fucking sad. This it was a, part makes, it makes me, me so, so fucking upset. mad. Like, it all makes me upset, but this just pisses me so off. So fucking sad. He had two dogs. One was a black Labrador, and another one was a partially deaf and blind beagle. And I feel so bad for the beagle. Like, that beagle was probably so fucking He's probably freaking dude. Like, out, dude. And he was. He was found, like, under the bed, like, cowering in fear. He, yeah, no, he was found underneath a bed in which the bed frame was, like, cracked. Destroyed. Like, it was fucking... So, like, the whole room was destroyed, too. So, like, fucking fallen on that exactly fucking dude and people were just fucking up that room and stuff too like destroying shit <sighs> this shit fucking stresses me out like yeah. honestly you're such a fucking piece of shit he's such an asshole and um yeah tyler locked the black labrador in the closet for the entire party like literally just put him in a closet locked the door and it was probably like a little it wasn't a walk-in closet or anything i'm sure it was just because it was like a, small, a hallway closet. it was a small house yeah it had to be just a fucking little hallway closet like just for fucking putting clothes and they were not found until the next day when cops opened up Tyler's older brother's room and found the dogs, like, shaking, confused, and terrified. So this fucking kid had no shame whatsoever. And they were all locked up in Tyler, oldest brother's room, who was not living at home at the time. He actually just left to attend college a month and a half before this. Like six weeks, yeah. And it's ri- Well, ex- I'm not going to say now. We'll get into it later because I know I have it written down. So anyway, even though the party was only a few hours old, the entire house was fucking ransacked. Like, if have you seen the pictures of it? I haven't seen the pictures, no. The pictures are fucked. Like, that house is destroyed. It looked like someone robbed the house and was just throwing shit everywhere oh and, like, God, searching dude. for stuff and stuff. And, you know, this was just the kids attending the party. Like, they yeah. just... Why? What's the fucking point of that? What is the point? It's a fucking free-for-all, it was just, Yeah, it was just do whatever the fuck. And uh, so, yeah, if you're interested, I really do suggest looking up the pictures because it is fucking wild. Like, that house is destroyed. I'd be so fucking pissed. Um, Everyone who attended the party, fuck them. 
they destroyed this house in every sense of the word. So there was also a chick named Stephanie Castaneda. Castaneda. Um, She showed up to the party around midnight, and she later admitted that she wanted to talk to Tyler because she had a crush on him. And I really don't get why she told anyone this, because I would never fucking admit to that. (laughs) Keep that to yourself. No, I'm not going to say anything. I was agreeing with you. Like, why the fuck? This guy just got put in fucking prison. She for, said like, this after murder. Yeah, she said this after. afterwards. Yeah, like keep this to your fucking self. Like, what are you trying to get from fucking publicity from this? Like, yeah, don't tell anyone that. Like, just I, shut up. If she if she actually did have a crush on him, keep it to yourself. And if you're doing this for publicity, you're a fucking asshole. You're literally, oh my god. <laughs> like this chick this has, town, these kids in this town, I have had it. This chick has issues too. Like, they all have fucking issues. Um, a little after midnight, Tyler went his, with his friend uh, Mark Andrews, who was the 21-year-old that we talked about earlier, to go buy more beer. Tyler gave him a wad of $20 bills and told him to buy some more fucking bush light. Like, he just keeps buying bush light. So, for this trip, Mark's girlfriend um, tagged along for the ride, and while they were waiting for Mark to come back, he told Mark's girlfriend Ashley that his father had died. Uh, speaking of Tyler, of course. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, not knowing Tyler very well at all, just assumed that Tyler meant that his father had passed away naturally, which we know was not the case whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The kid was just really fucking ominous, but he still wanted to tell people about the shit he did for some reason. Like, he wanted to say it without saying it. So fucking weird. <sighs> At around 12.45 when... stresses t- me the fuck out. It's ridiculous. So around uh, 12.45 when Tyler, Mark, and his girlfriend had returned, uh, kids were playing water pong because they had run out of beer. And there were kids walking around the house selling pills and weed and a bunch of shit. Some partygoers said that the usually strange Tyler was acting like really extremely calm and collected, which was out of the ordinary for him because oh, he was usually okay. really just fucking weird. Uh, that is until one kid took off his shirt and then stole a mailbox from the neighbor and started <laughs> running around waving the mailbox around. It's like, and Tyler was like, that's a fucking felony. Yeah, dude. Like, did was... you not just, like, kill two people yeah. <laughs> that are still in the fucking yeah. house? Fucking ridiculous. And ridiculous. Tyler was like, dude, where the fuck did you get that? And he was like, dude, I stole it from the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> like, he was just laughing his ass off. Like, yeah. Can you, imagine like... Ha- can you imagine having a party and you just see a shirtless kid running by just waving a mailbox around? Just like, woo! Like, what the fuck is going on through these kids' this minds? This party was fucking crazy, That's dude. a wild party. That is ridiculous. I, I, oh, my God. So, yeah, he just starts saying, like, oh, that's a felony. Go put that shit back because he didn't want the fucking cops to show up. One kid noticed that the door to the master bedroom was the only closed door in the house, and he just kind of assumed that people were in the room doing drugs, so he tried to open it so he could go do drugs with them. But the door was locked. He noticed a black smear on the floor under the door about a foot long, and it looked like had it had been like lazily tried to be cleaned up but he kind of just ignored it he was like all right whatever gonna move on doors locked can't do anything about it there was also um some like previous incidents incidents where like the beer pong ball would like drop under the table oh yeah i have, and it, I have that guy... right down later actually oh, okay we'll get to that we'll get to that um one uh, another kid known only as justin wright because this was like the only kid who has to keep his name hidden so i think this is one of the only kids that actually was like yeah i'm not cool with this yeah fuck, everyone else, i don't fucking blame him everyone else was so happy about like being on tv and of shit because they're a bunch of, of assholes uh so he arrived at the party around 1 15 a.m and he said that he immediately noticed a stench he said it smelled like like sweaty clothes that had been left out for way too long and yeah i'm sure that whole place just smelled fucking terrible I'm uh, sure. The place was a disaster. The white floors were grimy. Picture frames were missing from the wall. There were cigarette burns everywhere. Fixtures were fucking broken on the floor. Dishes were stacked in the sink. Food laying all around the kitchen. And Justin asked Tyler if there were any rules when he entered the house. And Tyler was just like, just do whatever you want. That's all he said. And he just walked away oh after. Oh my fucking god. 
Um, okay. Fucking wild, dude. I think this is why I have it written down. So, yeah, 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 I do have it right here. So, Justin started playing beer pong with a few others oh, okay. when the go. ball bounced to the floor and rolled under the table. It came to rest in a sticky, thick brown substance. And Justin said he was a little grossed out by this, but he didn't really think much of it. Because was, the entire house was disgusting. The entire house was fucked, so he was yeah. just like, okay, it's probably just beer or soda or something, whatever. He rinsed it out in the sink, and I think he just rinsed it. He probably didn't even use soap or anything. Like, he probably I, didn't. I'm sure he didn't. He probably just rinsed I'm it so off. I'm so disgusted, dude. And this... Okay, I gotta say that this is fucking repulsive, not just because he touched it, but we learned earlier, you know, when they came back inside, they were all playing water pong because they had because ran they had out, ran of, out beer. of beer. So that means they were playing with beer. That means they were drinking it out of the cups. So he threw that fucking ball into a cup with remnants of blood dead and bodies. shit from these dead bodies. Oh my God. And someone or multiple people, probably multiple people, drank that. So they drank Tyler's dead parents' blood. That is fucking disgusting. That that gets me to my soul. Like, I'm that about is, to fucking throw up, dude. That is so fucking wrong. Like that is ridiculous. Did you ever hear that story about Stevo? Stevo? Yeah. Which one? The the story of when um when he was like heavily 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 on drugs on mm. coke. He went to his um plugs house or his connects house or whatever, and mm. the, he was like in the room and he wasn't waking up or something. And um, and yeah, like he wasn't waking up, and so Sivo just like walked out in the living room and he saw just like a fucking a coke table, mm. like just fucking coke everywhere. But there was like bloody like used needles, uh. and so Sivo just got like a razor and was getting the remnants of the coke off the fucking table mixed with the guy's fucking uh. blood, <laughs> and he snorted that shit, dude. Like that's all I could think of when I was hearing this part. I was just like, dude, who knows? If Tyler's parents had anything, you know, like who that like this yeah, is so that's, fucked. That's so fucking gross. It's dude. fucking like, disgusting. But either way, even if they didn't have something, I don't want to drink a dead person's exactly. blood. Either way, it's fucking so, gross, dude. That's like, so fucking ugh. gross. So you Mark, got me so fucked up. Yeah, that's ridiculous, dude. So the dude Mark was about to leave the party, and Tyler asked if he could speak to him privately before he left. And uh, Tyler told him, "Dude, I did some things. I might go to prison. I might go away for life. I I don't know, dude. I'm freaking out right now." Mark said, what are you talking about? Tyler said, dude, I know you're not going to believe me. No one will believe me. I freaking killed somebody. And Mark replies, dude, you killing somebody is your own business. Don't be telling me that sort of thing. I don't need to know. <laughs> Literally <laughs> and, me? <laughs> and honestly, yeah. Like, that, that is the best response ever. It's like, dude... Leave me the fuck alone. I'm fucking getting out of here. Like, yeah, don't. Like, dude, don't tell me that shit. He's like, I don't even know you that much. Like, I kind of just, just, or no, I think that was his 21-year-old friend. Yeah. And yeah, he's just like, dude, but yeah, yeah, leave me the fuck alone. Don't tell me this. Don't involve me in this. Literally the best response ever. That is the best response in the fucking world. Like, dude, <laughs> leave me alone. Mind your own. That's your fucking business, dude. So, so fucking funny. Good on you, Mark. I think you handled that pretty well. Maybe you should have called the cops. But I still think you did better than most people at this party did, so I give you some props. So Tyler returned to the house, and he ran into Ricardo Acevedo, or Acevedo, an 18-year-old who had met Tyler that night. Ricardo said, thanks for having us over, and thanks for the beer. Tyler said, I just wanted to do something fun before I left. And he says, where are you going? Tyler says, I'm going to kill myself. And this guy says, why would you do that? Tyler says, because I did something really bad. What'd you do? It can't be that bad. Don't worry, said Tyler. If I get caught, I'll be in jail a long time. <sighs> Fucking ominous asshole. So he knew he was going to get caught this whole time. Oh, he knew. 
He knew this wasn't lasting. He just wanted to do what whatever the fuck. This shit like blows my fucking mind. It's dude. really irritating. It's really fucking annoying. So in his bedroom, Tyler found uh, Kimberly. I'm not even going to pronounce her last name because I don't know how. And it was a chubby black. <laughs> I don't know why I had to say chubby in the article, but I put it in anyway. <laughs> a chubby black haired 20 year old who was then known to friends as K-Nasty. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> be nasty. Be nasty. <laughs> she and Tyler were close friends, and she lived uh, two houses down the street. Tyler told her, I'm going away for 60 years, and his voice just sounded like really fucking weird. Like, he probably just sounded really nonchalant about yeah. it. Uh, she asked why. He said that she would find out tomorrow. So it's obvious that at this point that Tyler kind of just wanted people to look around and realize that something strange was going on in this house. Exactly. Yeah, and I kind of wonder if he was coming down from his ecstasy high at this point. I feel point. like he was. I feel like he really was. I like, feel like he was. He was coming down, and he was starting to realize what he did, and he was like, oh, yep. shit. He's like, oh, fuck. Okay, well, I guess it's time yeah, to he's like, get caught Yeah, he was now. like, yeah, I'm fucked. Like, yeah. I, I just got to get caught already or something. That's At least that's what I assume. Yeah. Eventually, Tyler asked his best friend, Michael, if he would go outside with them so that they could speak privately. And they had been best friends since they were both eight years old. And they had been hanging out, like, the entire party, even, like, when Tyler was just, like, sitting there or whatever, not talking or staring at a wall. Like, they were still always together. And they walked to the stop sign at the end of the block. And when they got there, Tyler turned to Michael and he said, I killed my parents. Michael was just like, yeah, right. Okay, whatever. And he said, Michael, I'm being real. I'm not lying to you. If you look closely enough, you can see the signs. And that honestly gives me fucking chills because that's so real. Like that, yeah, that's a fucking reality check because I could imagine him just hearing that and then looking around because he looks over. He looks in the he told Michael to look in the driveway and Michael looked over and he sees that both Tyler's mother and his father's cars were both still in the driveway. So it's like, why would his car? Why would their cars be there if they left for vacation? Immediately, as soon as I saw that, it would give me fucking chills and I would leave. Yeah, like I I don't care if he's my best fucking friend. I'm out. I'd be fucking, fucking I'd be terrified like right then and there like that's that's a fucking reality check. So but at the moment and I kind of I kind of do see Michael's side on this. He still had some trouble believing Tyler because he's like, you know, he's known him like his whole fucking life. So I get it a little bit like, you know, it sounds weird and ominous. But at the same time, he's like, uh, I don't know if I believe you. And Tyler led him to the garage, making sure that no one else was watching or following. And when he turned the light on, Michael saw a bloody shoe print on the floor and he immediately turned around and just shut the door because he was like, fuck like i i think you're being serious can you imagine uh dude like that's I, chilling i keep trying to put myself in these kids fucking places and yeah. i just can't do it it's I crazy can't do it, dude. dude like the way all this unfolded is just a fuck this is a fucking nightmare it's like this, crazy. this is a horror yeah. movie it's literally they should make a movie about this yeah that's what fucking morbid said too like when they were talking oh, about yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah they were like they should make a movie about this because it'd be good and i'm like yeah you're right like this would make a good fucking movie hey, uh shout out to morbid by the way you guys' episode on this guy is really good yeah, yeah. If you guys want to listen to another episode on this, Morbid with fucking Ashton Elena, their episode is really good. Too. Yeah, like, really I fucking, fucking and they're so fucking funny. I love them. Um, so yeah, after this, uh, Michael was brought to the master bedroom because he still kind of didn't believe it. He was like, he was literally on the verge of like, okay, you're being serious. But he was like, dude, if you want me to believe this, He's you like, have to. Sh- you need to show me the bodies. Yeah, you yeah. have to show me these bodies because I don't know how to feel about this right now. So Tyler brought him up to the master bedroom, and he first sees traces of blood on the floor. And then Tyler unlocked the door, and he saw dining room chairs and blood-soaked towels all stacked in a giant pile. And at the bottom of the pile, Michael saw a leg hanging out. And it was uh, Blake's leg, right? <sighs> the father's leg. I'm not sure which one. I'm not sure which leg it was, I, but yeah, it was one I of I have it legs. written down. It's it was? Leg, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Blake's leg is hanging out. And Tyler told Michael that earlier that day, he murdered his mother with a hammer, and she screamed, why? Why, Tyler? 
He told him that his father came out um, following the screams and the 300-pound man was mortified at what he was witnessing. He also immediately was just like, why? And this is when Tyler was like, why? He just looked him dead in the face, emotionless, said, why the fuck not? That is fucking terrifying, It is dude. chilling. That it is, is fucking so crazy. Chilling, and right after that, Tyler just fucking ran at Blake and he started beating him with the claw end of the hammer and the whole time, just, why? Why? Tyler said that when it was over, he wrapped towels around the parents' bodies and he dragged them into the master bedroom. He laid the bodies side by side in a face-down position, and Tyler said it took uh, much longer than he expected to clean up all the evidence, yeah. He did, which he didn't do a great job at, like, even Obviously, as is. because there was blood all blo- over the place. Yeah, there's fucking blood stains, like, on the computer and on the floor and under the beer pong table, so even with what you did, you didn't do a good fucking job, dude. He pretty much just threw everything into the master bedroom, which is what created that giant pile of fucking bloody evidence. He told Michael that he took a shower, and then he stared at his reflection in the bathroom mirror, laughing at himself. He just started, like, busting up laughing. He is fucking insane. You are a fucking psychopath. 100%. Insane. You are fucking crazy, dude. You're such an asshole. A different friend of Tyler's said that he was standing in the hall outside of the master bedroom when he saw Michael just, like, rush from the room. Like, he just ran the fuck out. Like, after he saw the bodies, he ran out, he slammed the door, and he said he looked, like, fucking deranged, and he was looking both his sho- over both of his shoulders. That is a terrifying thought. Like, that I, is, yeah. I can just imagine that. Oof. And I, I honestly feel really bad for Michael, because he learned his best friend was a murderer, and he was probably just absolutely losing his shit at, like, actually seeing what his best friend had done. And even though he had witnessed this, he didn't leave the party immediately. He actually stayed for another 45 minutes, and he even posed for a selfie with Tyler. And in this picture, okay, like, Michael looks very stern. Tyler looks kind of stern, but they both look pretty collected. And this picture is so creepy when you know the story behind it. When you know what he found. It is fucking freaky. Dude, when you know what he found out right before that picture, like, it is crazy. I can't imagine what was going through his mind. I can't even imagine. Around 2 a.m., it was announced that there was another party being thrown by a neighbor of Mike Young's. Kids began just, like, fucking running outside. And I, th- I think this is such a weird side because they were like, party over here. And I was just like, yeah, yeah! just, like, running out. out. Like, it literally said that everyone just tossed their drinks on the floor and ran out. So I literally imagined they were just like, <laughs> yeah. Fucking, this is some shit out of a fucking movie, dude. dude like That sounds so bizarre to me. Like I It really not, does. Like, like, if someone like was, oh, there's another party. Let me finish my drink. And then that's we'll what I'm saying, dude. calmly go over to the that's next party. That's what I'm saying. Like, if someone nobody's t- just like, party, woo! <laughs> I have never done that. Like, if someone told me, like, hey, dude, there's a party going on over here. But I'm like, okay, what are the details? Like, is is it cool? Like, it, what, what's going on over there? Why should I leave this party to go there? Like, I wouldn't be like, yeah! Oh, my God. These fucking kids. These poor kids. These kids are crazy, dude. And Tyler immediately, like, freaked out, and he ran to a kid's car, and he fucking slammed on the driver's side window, and he yelled, like, where is everybody going, like, in a panic state. And the kid, like, really just casually rolled down the window, he was like, oh, dude, we're all going to a different party. And Tyler was just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, bye, go go do your thing. Because <laughs> he was just what worried. He, freak, he was just dude. worried, like, when he saw all the kids run out and throw their drinks out, yeah, he, he, yeah, thought, right. he thought someone saw the body or something, and he was like, oh, shit, and, like, just fucking ran off. So, uh, that kid would later explain that Tyler had, like, just a blank expression on his face. Like, there was no emotion whatsoever. Um, about 15 cars peeled out of the neighborhood. And this is just ridiculous. Like, they were all just peeling out at the same time, and they pulled up to a new party house. A girl in her pajamas came out and was like, yeah, there isn't a party here. Like, someone just, that's a rumor. <laughs> There's nothing. What? Yeah, so I don't know who made that rumor, but that, there was no other party. And the gr- chick just came out, she was like, dude, get the fuck out of my house. Like, what are you doing? There's nothing going on here. 
And during the commotion of all the cars driving out of the Hadley residence, one neighbor was finally fed up. She was like, dude, you guys have been fucking loud all night. You've been yeah. assholes. And now you're just fucking peeling out drunk as shit of my neighborhood. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? And some kids had actually drifted onto her front lawn. Oh, my fucking And were God, like dude. staring in her windows and stuff. She was like, dude, okay. are you fucking I kidding me? Like, she was pissed. So I would she, be so fucking mad, dude. I would be so irritated. Tonight. Like 2 a.m. and someone's drifting onto my lawn. And then staring in my fucking windows. I would. You got me so fucked I would up. go outside with a bat at that point. I would go outside with more than a fucking bat. I would go outside with a fucking gun dude i'd be so fucking pissed like it's not even fucking ridiculous it's not even funny how angry i would be and um so she finally called the cops thank god two officers arrived at the hadley house but at that point there was only like 20 people at the party because you yeah. know everyone dipped out so it didn't seem as bad at the time tyler opened the door and he told all of the like all the resident not the residents all the party goers to go like inside of his room and just mm -hmm. shut the fuck up the cops told Tyler that there were some noise complaints and Tyler talked to them for like a few moments and then the cops just left. Like it was just like a normal party thing, you know, like they're just like, hey, calm down. Could you, you know, imagine being one of those cops today and being like, fuck, <laughs> right. we should have questioned yeah, him. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, like, they totally Could you imagine? But like, I mean, realistically, there's nothing they could have done at that point. Like it was already over before it started. But... I mean, you see, like he obviously looks like a kid. And he yeah. answers the fucking. There's all these well, noise complaints seven, for a reason. He's 17, so he probably he looked like roughly like 18 or something. So I there's mean, these noise complaints for a reason. There they is, didn't just there happen. Is. But think about all the house shows that we went to back in the day and stuff. Like you can't stop them all, you know. It's true, but that's what I'm saying. Like there was these noise complaints for a reason. Obviously, he's underage and he's answering the door. Like all mm. the lights are off in the fucking house. Like it's fucking yeah. weird. Why didn't you fucking question him? Yeah, they probably should have questioned him a little more. But either way, I mean, it's not like they could have fucking you. done anything. It sucks either way, but it's fucking stupid. Um, so the party started up again, and people started to show back up since the other party was a hoax. Like, pretty much everyone that left and peeled out just came back. They were like, all right, back to this one. I mean, honestly, though, why would you even leave this party? You guys are doing whatever the fuck you want Literally, here. yeah. Why would like, you go to another party? Like, you guys are already breaking shit and doing idiots, everything. Fucking idiots, dude. All I, of these kids are fucking dumbasses. They're all stupid as hell. Michael and Mendel was now leaving the party and had knowledge that Tyler planned to kill himself with 10 pills of Percocet. And he hid them in a hall closet, and he left the party. Near 3 a.m., a 16-year-old a cheerleader showed up with two of her friends. Jesus. <laughs> no, it's late as fuck. How do you get there that late? <laughs> it's late as hell, and you're 16, but whatever. Let's just ignore it. They're all dumbasses. Tyler immediately slammed the door behind them and closed the blinds, and he was pacing around the room, rubbing his hair and freaking out. He told a boy named David Garcia that he might have another party the next night, and then he was going to be away for a while. And the conversation went like this. He was like, all right, are you moving or vacation? Tyler said, just going away. The dude said, are you coming back? And he said, I don't know, because I'm thinking about killing myself. And no one fucking cares. Like, everyone's just No like, one gives a shit, yeah. No one cares at all. Like, no fucked. one is even slightly alarmed by it's this. It's pretty fucked. It's pretty ridiculous. And Tyler was now turning off the lights in the front of the house to avoid attracting the attention of police a second time. And at 4.40 a.m., Tyler posted on his Facebook wall, party at my house again, hit me up. Which shows us that Tyler planned on partying right up until he would have been caught. This, yeah. he, like, this was planned to be a never-ending party. It was just like, he's partying till his life is over. Because he, he didn't even plan on getting arrested. He planned on killing himself. Yeah. He was just going to party and then off himself. So that was what was going on through his head. After Michael Mandel learned of what truly happened inside the house and left the party, he called the cops on Tyler. And this was his best friend. He told the cops everything that Tyler had told him and what he had seen, and when officers arrived at the house, they saw a shadow of a figure pacing back and forth throughout the house. It was Tyler, and they said he was seen talking to himself. 
that is so fucking scary, Yeah, and dude. at this point, I think Tyler was completely alone at this point. I'm pretty yeah. sure everyone left at this point, or at least most everyone left. So he's just dude, walking he's around. he's alone with his fucking thoughts in the yeah. house that his parents are dead He's in. just walking around, dead parents in the other room, just talking to himself. The police that said- That is fucking terrifying. crazy, dude. The Gave police report- chills. Yeah, it's crazy. The police report said that his eyes were very wide and he was not blinking. It was said to be an incredibly disturbing sight. Tyler grabbed a stack of books from a bookshelf near the front door and he marched them back into the bedroom. And after saying something that they could not decipher, he dumped all the books on the floor in a frantic manner. And then he repeated this two or three more times and just kept going back and forth, just like grabbing books and tossing them somewhere. So he's just fucking freaking out, just doing he's random just like shit at this point. He's just like out of his fucking mind yeah, at this he, point. Like he has he's no lost clue. it. Yeah, he has no fucking clue what's going on. It's crazy. And th the police just watched this happen through the window. Because they tried knocking on the door and he didn't answer. So they Obviously. just watched all this happen. So he's knocking on the door, ringing on the doorbell. There's no answer. But the t officer said he could see Tyler through the window. Just like, he went to the door and then just like walked away. And then he turned all the lights off and then he opened the door. His left hand was behind his back and the officer told Tyler to put his hands up and step out of the house. He asked his parent or he asked if his parents or if any adults were home to which Tyler just said no. And he seemed they said he seemed annoyed. Like he just seemed pissed off that they were even asking him anything or being there to begin with. He said, I know I'm going to Rock Road, so just take me. And Rock Road, he's referring to the St. Lucie County Jail. Okay. So he literally, like, right when they, like, came, he was just like, I know I'm going to jail. Just fucking take me. Like, whatever. And the officers entered the house while Tyler just screamed, you can't go in there. Don't go in there. And he's just fucking screaming. Like, he's handcuffed, sitting on the front lawn, just screaming, just don't fucking go in there. And the officers saw red solo cups everywhere. They saw beer bottles, broken beer bottles, cigarette and cigar buds. They found the black Labrador locked inside of the closet. The cops approached the master bedroom and noticed dry blood on the baseboards immediately. They tried to open the door, but it was locked. They forced it open and they saw this giant stack of evidence just on top of Blake and Mary Jo Hadley's bodies. And I'm sure this entire house smelled fucking terrible, I'm too. I'm so sure it smelled like yeah. just... Ugh. death and sweaty teenagers and bullshit and beer and throw up and yeah exactly. god knows like, what else like i've been to parties that smell bad i'm sure this all parties smell bad to be honest most do yes some don't most most do <laughs> so tyler's nightmare party was officially over for good at this point yeah mary joe and blake's funeral was attended by oh almost a thousand people wow. tyler's brother Ryan Hadley spoke to one of his neighbors like after the ceremony and I don't know if that's I don't think it's ceremony but whatever you know what I'm talking about yeah um and he told them that he planned to return home after he finished college he also said that he would be visiting his brother in prison that same night and it would be the first time that they had seen each other since the murders and he said it's what my parents would want me to do they wouldn't want me to abandon him I don't know what I'm gonna say I'll probably just sit there and cry Dude, so much respect for Ryan. Like, I can't imagine okay. what he was going through. His parents were murdered, and he's still just holding up, like, because he knows that his parents were really sweet people, and they would have wanted him to be there for their son, even though he fucking murdered them. Okay, I can see both sides of this, because... I'd be pissed, personally. Time, I wouldn't want to be around him. But... I would never want to see him again in my fucking life. Yeah. Like, I would want to give my fucking brother the death sentence. Well, personally, my parents suck, so I wouldn't really be too upset no but. i mean like <laughs> but I yeah like being in this situation God with loving bid, parents but imagine shit. my brother killed my fucking mom no yeah 
I would I would want Hayden to get the fucking death sentence. No, yeah, if Hayden killed Cheryl, I would be so yeah, fucking pissed. I didn't at Hayden, want to say like... names, but okay. <laughs> we've I think said, I've said my mom's name. Yeah, yeah we, I know. Fuck I, it. I don't care because we've said. Yeah, Cheryl's we've already name said before. their name before. Yeah, fuck so it. it's yeah. whatever. If if Hayden or any of one of my fucking brothers or sisters killed my fucking mom, like there's no way. It's a done fucking deal. Get yeah, the they, fucking electric chair. I yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah, Hayden. I couldn't look you in the fucking eyes. Hayden, you're done, brother. You're, you're getting done. the chair. You're done, kid. You're done, you fucking bozo. But yeah, I mean, respect for Ryan for keeping his composure and doing that. Like, yeah. I would not be able to. That's what I'm saying. Like, I give him respect because I yeah, I couldn't. I give him respect, but there's no way. There's no fucking way. That's crazy. Many. I really want to know how that conversation how that went. went, too. Yeah. yeah or like, if he even went. Maybe he didn't. No, I know. think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Maybe, he was you pretty never know. Com- he was pretty committed. But um, many of Tyler's friends had different things to say about what Tyler had done. Some had placed the blame on his parents, saying that Tyler was under a lot of pressure and his parents never let him be himself. So mm-hmm. honestly, you're about to be 18. Just leave. If that was the case. Literally just leave. Just leave. Like, wherever you go, just fucking leave. One of them said his parents always expected him to be someone else that he wasn't, and that's not right. Anything Tyler would do, he'd be wrong for it. He just broke. Honestly, he got crazy because of it. If you have that much hate for somebody, then you would actually do something like that. And this is a quote from one of the kids. So she's pretty much saying, like, oh, you know, yeah, if I was, if I had Tyler's parents, I'd kill them too. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, like, what is wrong with his you? His parents and all the background that we went through, like, his parents were not bad fucking parents. No, they seem. I mean, like, you never know what goes on behind a closed door. I don't know. I mean, exactly you what they don't. Like, but, but at they the don't... same time, they had the decency to take him to a fucking psychiatrist. Yeah, and I mean, for like, his issues, exactly, they did, and to put him in and classes you know what? for that shit. That's more than my parents. That's ever did. more than anything. Yeah, that yeah. means a lot. One hundred percent. Like they, they obviously so fucking tried. They tried exactly. Yeah, they 100%. were fucking trying. Maybe they weren't perfect. No parent is fucking perfect. Yeah, but. They fucking tried. They did a lot more than most parents do. It was 100%. Yeah. No. 100%. It was definitely something wrong in Tyler's brain. Yeah. That they seem like very sweet people. Yeah. So it's fucking And they sad. were part of the church and everything, which doesn't mean shit, but I'm just saying like yeah, everybody really. knew them. Yeah. So Tyler told some of his friends that his father previously punched him in the face in the past, and one of his friends that he told this to was Michael. But even Michael said he was like, Well, even if that happened, I can't believe that that alone would have caused Tyler to murder his parents. Yeah. Like, there's there's something else. And he had even told Markley that uh, Blake wasn't his real dad. And he was later, like, amazed to find out that that wasn't the truth. He was like, oh, he was his dad. Okay. Many friends blamed the drug, saying, we all, quote, we all make mistakes when we on them jiggers. I don't know what the fuck a jigger what? is. What is a jigger? What? That is a quote. That's a direct quote. I'm looking this up. That Yeah, look up what a jigger is and tell me <laughs> as I'm reading this because I don't know what the fuck jigger means. I don't know what that means. And, like, I've been on a lot of drugs in the past and I was never just like, you know what would be fun? Beating people to death with a hammer. That is, that is, that's, never, that's never crossed my mind, like, whatsoever. And he was on fucking ecstasy when he killed his parents. Like, Jiggers are ecstasy. I've never oh, heard really? it called by this. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I've never heard that term whatsoever. Not at all. Okay, well, whatever. Um, so in jail, a fellow inmate later testified that Tyler had begun to plan the murder and the party three weeks before it happened. And he told him, you should have come to the party, Tyler told the inmate. Um, it was awesome. Uh, Tyler apparently became a celebrity at the St. Lucie County Jail. Uh, when this shit went down, like, it went fucking worldwide, and that was what he said in a letter to a friend. He said, I was the second most popular story after the economy. And he responded, he responded to fan letters and shit, and he would sign, um, he would sign autographs 
for pe- for like inmates and people who send him letters as hammer time. That's what he referred to his, to himself as. Hammer time? Because he killed his parents with a hammer. No, I know, but just like <laughs> Yeah, I did it doesn't make sense, but yeah, he's a fucking asshole. But thankfully, <laughs> even though he was a celebrity like in jail or whatever, he also got jumped multiple times and got the shit beat out of him. Good. So good. Fuck you, dude. Um, so because Tyler committed these crimes six months before his 18th birthday, he couldn't be sentenced to death, mm. which really fucking sucks. Okay, yeah. Really fucking sucks. But, I was wondering, like, where the fuck didn't he get the death penalty? Like, yeah, he was only fucking 17. Yeah, he was still technically a minor. So prosecutors were still able to pr- to pursue two life sentences, and Tyler had this to say in regards to what he had done. Like, I don't remember. I think this was go. a few months later. I was just living my life as a normal 17-year-old kid, and next thing I know, I'm in the middle of St. Lucie County Jail. I ruin a lot of people's lives, and I can't seem to forgive myself. I find myself crying a lot because of all the guilt. Every day, I beg for forgiveness and ask God not to send me to hell. I don't want to go there. Father Michael told me that if I just confess my sins and repent, then God will forgive me for everything. I just can't get rid of all of this guilt. It's swallowing me whole. I'm extremely nervous that I'm going to get a life sentence. It's making me pretty depressed. I want to say I'm really sorry for all the grief I've stirred up. I know everyone thinks I'm a psychopath and all, but I really am sorry for everything. I've been praying every day for forgiveness for forgiveness, and for a decent plea offer. I should get one since it's my first offense. I feel extremely bad for Ryan and especially you and my other grandparents for the grief I've caused. I feel like Ryan doesn't love me anymore, but I know he does and he's just going through a rough time. It's so hard going through this. I'm scared and I feel so alone. Going to town on him. Going to fucking town, Bree. Talk your shit, Bree. He's... <laughs> He's fucking shitting himself now. He's shitting himself, and you know what? In He's this... shitting himself, like... Okay, did you oh notice in this God. whole thing, he said, I feel bad for Ryan? He doesn't say he feels bad for killing his parents. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He literally just said... He doesn't said, have any remorse. No, he doesn't. He's saying he feels guilt because he's going to go to jail for the rest of his life. Yeah, he's just and sat... his brother's mad at him. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he's worried Dude. about. He's sa- oh and he's saying God. he's saying he's praying for forgiveness and stuff, and he said he's praying for a decent plea offer. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? That's all he cares about. You committed two murders out of cold fucking blood, and you're going to ask for... You're going to fucking... You have the audacity. (laughs) One, you don't deserve forgiveness. You don't. you don't deserve a decent plea offer. Three, I hope Ryan fucking hates you. I hope he does, too. I hope all of those things fucking come true. Like, fuck you, dude. Dude. Oh, my fucking God. He also stated that he forgave his friend Michael, and he had this to say to his best friend Michael for turning him in and stopping him from killing himself, but not before saying... I'm in jail because of you. Which, yeah, he made the right fucking choice. Fucking good thing. Good for you, Michael. Yeah, exactly. So this is what he said. He said, I wish I could throw back some Miller lights and smoke a fat-ass strawberry white owl. But I gotta say, it sure feels good to be sober. My head is nice and clear. Make sure you drink some Miller for me. Drink yourself stupid like I used to do. I swear to you, Michael, the devil had a hold on me. I talked to him, and he talked to me. That's why I seem so crazy toward the end. I'm not a cold-blooded monster like everyone thinks I am. I'm a caring person that made a horrible mistake. You gotta let people know that. You are a horrible monster. Okay. (laughs) Killing two people isn't a fucking mistake. That's not a mistake. Especially when it's as premeditated as it fucking was, dude. Dude, you planned this for three weeks. You planned this. It was not a fucking mistake. This wasn't you got angry and you, like, hit them in fucking And they accidentally died. Yeah. It's you, no, you fucking hit them until they were dead, till they were no longer breathing. You planned this for weeks. You told people I that can't. you were going to throw a party and you want to throw a party with bodies in the house. Literally, he was like, this has never been done before, yeah. so I'm going to do it. Yeah. 
He wanted a fucking story. Oh like, my fucking God. Like, are, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, no. Fuck you. And then to say, I'm in jail because of you. Like, yeah. no fucking shit. Yeah. You deserve none the fucking you, you less, dude. That. You were going to go to jail either way, so why do you oh fucking care? Oh, my God. Dude, screw you. The day after. The worst. He is. The fucking worst. This guy's such the a fucking worst. asshole. <laughs> I'm singing my song because <laughs> you suck, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> the day after, tons of partygoers had learned the news. Um, a kid named Mike had this to say. I was like, damn, brother. That's creepy as hell. I can't believe we partied last night where there was dead people. And after this, he received 30 friend requests on Facebook, and this proceeded. They were like, I seen you on the news, bro. And I was like, yeah, it was awesome. So these are the people attending the party. When Anthony... Why am I not surprised? Yeah, no, I'm not at all. They're all assholes. When Anthony Snook found out about the Hadley murders, he thought, wow, I just went to the party of a lifetime. It's messed up what he did. But 20 years from now, I'll be able to say I was there. I hate Port St. Lucie, but that's kind of cool. That... What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you guys are no better than Who Tyler. Who raised these fucking kids, Who dude? raised this whole town? Who raised... Who did... Dude, I'm... Who says this shit? I'm shook, honestly. I'm Who shook. Who says this shit? I am shook at Anthony Snook. Anthony Snook, your name is fucking ridiculous. Anthony Snook, you can eat my book. Anthony Snook, you can eat my butt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole, dude. So, yeah, really what I got from this is that 90% of the kids that attended the party were all just sociopathic assholes. Fucking like. bozos. And I really hope that all of you look back on this and you are fucking ashamed of yourselves. Like, you are all fucking terrible. You're just as bad as Tyler. You're not just as bad, but you're pretty much fucking there. In 2014, Tyler's ex-best friend came out and stated that, quote, my best friend ruined my life when he killed his parents. And while this seems like almost an insensitive statement, it also makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because it now does. he, he has he's to never going to be able to live in peace. No, he has to deal with the aftermath from yeah. it, and it sucks. He's the He, he said uh, about the discovery of Tyler killing his parents, if you were in my shoes and that guy was your best friend, you wouldn't want to leave right away. He said, I know how heinous and sick this is. You know what he did, but you wouldn't have ran away because you're comfortable with this guy. You don't see him as a killer. You know, you see him as your friend. And Michael said that people walk up to him and they just refer to him as the best friend of a murderer. And that's all he's seen as. That so really honestly, sucks, hear, hearing what exactly what he said about that. I, I get it. And to be honest, Michael was probably the most level-headed of all the no, people. He, the no, he wanted to He's like, the one that called the cops. Like, yeah, he was the one like, that, like, you know, he took uh, a selfie with him and stuff. You know, he didn't leave right away, but, dude, he was in shock. Can you imagine? Yeah, you're in straight-up shock. So I get that. it. At first, when I yeah. heard, like, Michael, like, you know, staying and taking selfies with stuff, I was like, dude, fuck you, asshole. But honestly, I... I was never... I never really said, like, fuck... I mean, it was dumb of him. Yeah, it was Just because, like... He, but he was in shock. He but wasn't honestly, thinking like, clearly. This... Those quotes, like, right there that I just yeah. read... That gets me in my feels, honestly. Yeah, it's 100%. really fucking sad, dude. Like, it makes me feel for him, and it makes me get it. Because, yeah, you if you came up to me, dude, like, and you had a party like that, and you told me you killed someone, you, like, showed me and stuff, I'd be fucking mortified. Like, yeah. I would not know how to react, because you're my best friend in life. And if that just happened, like, I wouldn't want to believe it either, honestly. I would be like, dude, there's no way. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking way. It's like you don't want to believe it, but yeah. all the signs are there. Yeah. So you have to, and it puts you into straight fucking shock. And you know, when he took that picture with Tyler, too, his whole thought was like, he was like, dude, this is my best friend. I just wanted one last picture with him. Yeah. That's so sad, honestly. It's so fucking That's sad. That's so fucking sad. He's known him since he was eight years old. 
That's that's fucking sad. I feel really bad for Michael. So yeah, Michael, uh, his quote about that was literally, I knew that was going to be the last time I ever saw him. He said that even though he was posing for the picture with his best friend, he knew that he had to turn him in after. Yeah. He said, you know, I didn't have any hesitation whatsoever for calling the cops. And he said the worst feeling had to have been realizing that not even just that his best friend was a murderer, but realizing that his best friend's parents were gone. Yeah. So I feel for this guy. He was the smartest person at so that party, honestly. Sad, dude. And uh, he, uh, the last thing he had to say was, it makes me realize you never really know anyone. And since this, you know, I have trust issues and I feel like I'll probably never trust any stranger that I meet again. I don't blame him. That's so fucking sad, dude. That's like, really fucking Tyler sad. Tyler ruined this kid. He knew this kid for 11 years. He thought he knew, well, like... Well, eight, ev- nine years. Yeah. He, he knew him for nine fucking years. He thought he knew him inside and out. Yeah, dude. And then he turns around and does this shit. Turns around, he didn't know him at ruined all. Ruined his own life. Dude, that's fucking... That's so sad. I'm, like, Michael, <laughs> if you ever somehow hear this, I'm fucking sorry. Yeah. I am really so sucks, sorry, man. dude. Like, I feel for you. That's so bad. So, at 20, Tyler finally broke his silence but he still had little to say about his crimes. All he really said was, not a single day goes by that I don't think about my parents or my whole family that I've affected by this. He said, I just want everyone to know that I am truly sorry for the acts I committed. Tyler was sentenced to two life sentences without the possibility of parole for the murders of his parents. So at least we know this guy's never getting out. He's never getting out. But you know what trips me out? Tyler Hadley... Got no possibility of parole, and Joseph Fritzel is up for parole in a couple years. Two totally different countries. It's two totally different things and whatnot, but like different things and different countries. But still, like, if anybody deserved a life sentence, that dude deserved a life sentence without parole. Well, he got a life sentence, but like without without parole, he does not deserve the possibility for parole. And this kid doesn't either. I just I'm not excusing that. Like this kid doesn't either. So there's um, so many fucked up people in this world, and it's just yeah. fucking crazy to me. So our story is pretty much done, but I have one little detail left. The bank bought the Hadley House in 2014 for around seventy thousand dollars, which was roughly thirty thousand dollars less than the value of the house. Uh, in 2015, the house was torn down, and before the demolition, the crew found a note, which was a love letter written by Mary Jo addressed to Blake back in 1984. It basically read that, like, Mary Jo tells Blake that she enjoyed visiting him, she couldn't wait to see him over the holidays, and that she loved him. Aww. And that's so fucking sad, honestly. Broke's my, fu- broke's my heart. <laughs> Broke did my heart in. Broke did my hearts. Honestly, that's so fucking sad, fucking though. Heart, like, it's rough. It's really rough. Really rough. This is a really fucked up story. Tyler... You're a fucking asshole. I've seen, like, some... There's interviews with him, like, in the past couple years, too, and, like, him, like, talking and the court and stuff, and he... Dude, he still looks like a psychopath to this day. He looks even worse. He looks fucking creepy. Like, I... I hate this kid's face. I hate you, Tyler. Yeah, I hate no, he does did. look very fucking creepy. I hate everything about you. But, yeah, guys, no, that... No, I have no sympathy for him whatsoever. No, not at all. None. I have zero sympathy for you. I don't ever want you to see the light of day. I want you to fucking rot. Yeah. I hope you keep... I hope you continue to get your ass beat in prison. <laughs> I real. hope you get fucking butt raped in prison. Yeah. I hate you, dude. Like, I hate you. I hope You're a piece so- of shit, Tyler. I hope someone kills you and throws a party in your cell. <laughs> Literally. I hope they bring balloons and confetti. And I hope they throw trash all over your body, too. And I hope they piss on your up. prison bed. <laughs> yeah. Because you're an asshole, dude. You're you such a piece suck, of shit. Tyler. You suck so much. All these people that we talk about suck, but you suck. You suck the most. You fucking suck, dude. I hate you, Tyler. 
So yeah, everyone, that is our story on Tyler Hadley and the fucking murder party. It's honestly baffling. It is baffling. I did have a lot of fun talking about this, and I did want to talk about this for a while. Like, I've been excited to talk about this story because it is just, it's fucking bonkers. I think I had my notes done for like two weeks. Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) About two weeks. Yeah, we were going to do this like a week or two ago, but then I got sad, and then we were just like, all right, a movie's easier. And then I I got sad. Yeah, and then you got sad right after, and then we were like, all right, let's move this up a little bit. So we just did a movie because it was easier. Yeah. But I was waiting to do this for a while. Like, I... And I knew Brie would be excited. Like, she didn't know about the case before this, but I knew she would have a good time. No, it was like, good, we, actually. I enjoyed taking notes on this yeah. more than I did for fucking Fritzel, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It's still depressing, but it's bananas. Like, it's almost funny just because the it's responses that these kids crazy, have and stuff. Like, like, it's ridiculous. These the kids ca- are out of their fucking minds. The murders and everything, it's not funny whatsoever. That's not what I'm saying. But the the dialogue in all of this is just fucking weird. Like, it's bananas. It's absolutely bananas. So yeah, guys, that was the story of Tyler Hadley, and that is it. Until next time, um, real quick, um, our Patreon is at patreon.com slash soup. You do not have to donate whatsoever, and I don't want you to feel obligated to donate, but if you do, it would help us a ton. Our Instagram is at soup. Our Facebook is at soup. Our Twitter is at sucks. We are sometimes streaming at um, Twitch at soup. I would like to thank Sun is Sam for providing us with our music as always. You can find them on Spotify or SoundCloud, again, at S-O-N-I-S-S-A-M. I would like to thank all of our listeners. We are actually about at, like, 500 downloads now. Fucking nice. Thanks that's, a lot, guys. And I mean, I know that's not, like, a big milestone for a lot of podcasts, but, I mean, shit, we grew a lot faster than I thought we it's would. It's a milestone for us. We're getting more and more followers on Instagram and stuff, too. Like, even random people are popping up. So. It's popping. I fucking love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, for love the research you. source, I I heavily use like this Rolling Stones um article. Like there was a lot of articles and stuff that I looked up on it, and there were a bunch of YouTube videos that I watched and whatnot, interviews and etc. I think I read the Rolling Stones um post, and then I read I read something on Vice.com, mm-hmm. and then I listened to a podcast. Let me find it. Oh, I listened to a few podcasts too. The people that I listened I- to Morbid's podcast. Yes, I found the first time I ever heard about this case was like a, a good a good while ago, like before we even started podcasting and whatnot, and I listened to it on I listened to Morbid's podcast about it and I was like, "Holy shit, like this case is fucking crazy." So, shout out to Morbid too cuz thank you for showing me this case. It's yeah. very very interesting. Um yeah, that Rolling Stones article too is so fucked. Like it's so jambled everywhere. It's so hard it's to. It was so hard to write notes on it because whoever wrote that, you're fucked. Because they had a lot of good information, but it was all jumbled around. <laughs> and then they had a bunch of stuff that was like, yeah, in this town in St. Lucie, Florida, uh, this happened uh, th- 20 years ago when people were sad about. It. I'm like, dude, I don't fucking care. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here to read about this case. I don't. There was literally like 10 paragraphs just about yeah. like the background of this town in Florida. I'm like, I don't fucking care. That's not what that that this is not the content I yeah. came for. <laughs> I was so irritated, but yeah, uh, those are our research sources and uh, rate and review us five stars on iTunes. It helps so fucking much. Like honestly, like that that even helps us more than like fucking if you donated to us on Patreon. Be a pal. Be a pal. Like it'll take Put a couple seconds. Stars. Just go on iTunes, give us some fucking ratings, and yeah. Yeah, you got anything to say, Bree? Uh, no. Thank you for all the downloads. Thank you for thank you to all of our listeners, and we love you. One one XO XO. Bye.